0: Thank you for joining us for this Next Year Turnaround, Restructuring and Insolvency podcast series. We'll be exploring global issues that affect the world economy. I'm your host, Rebecca Harding, and I'll be joined by a selection of experts from around the world in firms that are all part of the Next Year International Network, and all of whom are leaders in turnaround, restructuring and insolvency. Next Year International is a leading global network of independent accounting and consulting firms. All of the experts appearing on this show can be contacted via the Nexia International website. Thank you. During the TRI conference in Dubai, I was joined by Tim Wilson, who is CEO of Nexia International. Tim was previously the CEO of MSI Global Alliance for some seven years, and before that was Director of Membership at Abbeyfield, which is an international care home provider. In his earlier career, Tim was a colonel in the British Army, serving on operations in Cyprus, Northern Ireland, the Balkans and the Gulf region. I had the opportunity to discuss a number of issues with Tim. Hi Tim, how are you doing? You're right. Very
1: well, thanks. Good. Very well.
0: And are you enjoying here, being here at TRI in Dubai? Yes.
1: Well, I haven't been to Dubai for a few years, so it's nice to be here um, anew. Uh, Getting and travelling, sort of following COVID as well, which is all good. <laughs> and this is my first time with the TRI Group as well. So, uh, so that, and I, I deliberately wanted to come and see the TRI Group because it's a very important business group of ours, and it's a little bit different from some of our other business groups as well. So, yeah. I wanted to get a real feel for it firsthand.
0: No, it was great to have you here. So you've been working on a new strategy for next year as a whole. Do you want to sort of outline what those top Mm. line points are from the strategy for
1: the members? Yeah, so the strategy, well, it actually started, the work started almost about three years ago, but of course it's been a little bit slow in development because of COVID. Very difficult really to develop a strategy when you're relying really on the virtual rather than actually physically being in a room. I joined next year about a year or so ago, you know that stage the strategy was sort of probably about 80 percent there but what we've been able to do in the last you know sort of six seven months or so is really socialize it properly and uh, for the first time by actually going out to yeah. people and seeing people physically which makes and such a
0: difference doesn't massive right? difference, especially when you knew <laughs> yeah totally and get
1: people's input yeah um and that's been really really useful so the strategy has been quite significantly refined actually And I think more importantly, one's been able to get the buy-in from members so they understand ultimately what we're trying to achieve. Effectively, what we're trying to achieve is for next year to be a much more unified um, entity. Uh, Up until now, it's really been um, an organisation with 250 member firms, some of whom carry the next year name, some don't, some big, some small – um, and from a client point of view, it's quite complicated when you're perhaps operating across border with two or three different Nexia firms, and they all carry different names, yeah, and it, and it's it just they all have different approaches, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So ultimately, what we're trying to do is is make the network more integrated, more unified, more 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 consistent in terms of the the offer. To, to, to clients and so, so that's it's, just it's, a headline issue yeah. really yeah. of what we're trying to achieve as development of the strategy we're looking at, at branding getting more firms mm-hmm. to to adopt the brand we're, we're looking at we've actually got 13 different projects including things like quality improving the quality yeah. um, looking at elements of independence um, looking at cyber security um, a whole host of different projects and really The strategy is going to last five years. It's it's uh, so it's not going to be we're not going to achieve everything in the first six months. Um, (laughs) You know, some will take longer. Some projects will take longer than others. But I think the critical thing is that what what we want is at the end of year five, we've got a much more joined up integrated network than we currently have.
0: So one of the things that TRI members have said to me is that they really want the marketplace to recognise the next yeah. the brand. Um, and I'm sure your marketing committee has discussed this. What, what plans do they have to really bring that brand out to the marketplace? Yeah,
1: I mean, we're, I mean, I mean the first, first thing, I think, is to get more firms adopting the name. I mean, that, that I think, is is, is number one. I think also what we what we've been fairly passive in terms of the promotion of the brand, and I think that I think there is more that we can do, and certainly from a marketing point of view, that's some of the things that we're discussing. We're certainly discussing a refresh um, of the brand and the look and feel of it. Um, with some supporting colours and things like that as well. So, um, we've got a discussion on that next week actually at the board. So, I, 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 th- I think this is going to be something, and this is definitely one of the projects as well this whole sort of brand piece um, that we're going to be sort of pushing things out quite considerably just to increase. Market awareness.
0: Yeah, and would I mean, are you looking for feedback from members in terms of putting I- their own ideas forward to that group?
1: We, we, we will, do, I mean, we, the marketing committee has, has member representation, and so I suspect one of the things that we will certainly be doing is is looking and getting feedback and getting surveys from people and getting that pe- getting members' thoughts on that.
0: And has everybody received a copy of the strategy, or not if they've yet. not, right? Okay, so, no, so where, the idea where is that it
1: that goes thing? to print. Well, they have received the draft so as we've, as we've engaged with, um, with, with members particularly over the last six months or so we've been sending out a series of drafts for people to review look at comment as, as they see fit so we, yeah. when we've collated all of those thoughts um, what we will do however is that we will then go to print with, yeah. this, with the strategy as of next week And and then the final version will be ready for our international conference in Amsterdam in November. Um, And and that will then basically be the the final version and that's what we'll be working to for the next five, five years. years
0: so if people have missed the draft copy or they wanted to yeah. get hold of that where can they get that they from? can
1: get hold of that by coming to the global office and um and, and asking and you. or yeah. emailing yeah. exactly that's so that's yeah. very easy yeah.
0: okay so in terms of the strategy and tri mm. members particularly um how how's this strategy going to help our tri members
1: well, uh, the TRI is, is another one of our business groups. We've got, we got a large number of business groups which look at all sorts of different areas. What we want to have happening is, is the TRI links very closely with the strategy in terms of this whole element of integration so that hopefully firms are able to work more closely together and also provide a sort of joined-up offering to potential clients as well. So so that's where I see the critical linkage being, that, that, that hopefully TRI becomes integrated as Nexia as a whole becomes integrated.
0: Excellent. and. In terms of the size of firms, because one of the things that's been brought up this morning as yeah. part of the discussion and something that I've heard from members, you know, at lunch and dinner and so on, is the difference between big firms and the smaller mm. firms, yeah. and they're really quite different needs. Because mm-hmm. often they'll have very distinct um, departments in a um, in specialist areas in a big firm, and in the smaller firms, people are often covering a yeah. number of areas. So, yeah. and, and they don't have the same resources. So, how do you see? the new strategy, servicing, both those ends of the
1: spectrums. Yeah, I think if you look at the big element, big big firms, many of whom are in key economic centres, many of whom, because of where they are and the size of the firm, they have clients who have considerable amounts of international interest. And they definitely need to be able to go to a client or go to a market demonstrating that, Mm integration, um, that consistent approach and so that's where the strategy supports them so that they have that greater consistency and integration. For the smaller firms I think the same is true but I think that uh, that where, where this new strategy will specifically help the smaller firms is that a lot of our projects where we're looking at things like cyber security, where we're looking at quality control that is much more focused to assist The firm, the smaller firms, Mm -hmm. who perhaps don't normally or or don't routinely have the resources to ensure that they'd like to have the rights of quality control mechanisms, but they haven't got the resources internally to, to provide those. So actually, the new strategy is all about helping them out. Um, and using the resources of some of the big firms in order to, to help them too. So I, I see there's a win win actually, whether you're a small firm or a big firm. Yeah. I, I think the new strategy is designed very much to help from, a, from the different, different sort of end of the, uh, of the, uh, of the spectrum, really.
0: So one of the other issues that's being brought up this morning is sort of the focus geographically. Yeah. Um, so you, we've got quite a few firms now in the Middle East and Africa and, and yeah. they feel that there's a little bit too much focus on Europe yeah. and other people f- would like to see more coverage in the APAC region. Yeah. So how are you addressing those geographic issues? Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I think it's, it's, a, it's a very good point. I think that... There are always going to be gaps, um, and we've had about so, 10 new firms join us this this year, and some of those are not in obvious key economic centres. But what they, what they are is, I mean, I cite, for example, Niger and, and Libya, new firms who've joined mm-hmm. in those, those two countries. Now, uh, on the face of it, that, that may not be a massive contribution if you're a firm based in Germany or the mm-hmm. USA or whatever, But those locations are very significant if you're operating in the Middle East or you're operating in Africa, um, that that actually suddenly you've got that ability to to either receive referrals or make referrals into that country and look after clients as appropriate. So what we will continue to do is to identify where our gaps are, look at it from a, a local and a regional perspective, and see where we've got gaps, let's find the right sort of firms in order to, to fill those gaps. And hopefully that in turn means that we complete the jigsaw yeah. um, with regards to doing business globally. And um, so, yeah, it's, you, you clearly need to have good firms in key economic centres. But I also feel that there is quite clearly a, a requirement from a more local point of view to make sure that we've got, uh, got some gaps filled um, so that you know, you cite the example of APAC and Africa. Uh, you know, I think that that's that's certainly what we've been addressing and will continue to address.
0: That's brilliant, Tim. Thanks ever so much for your time today, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank you
1: very much indeed.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. This podcast was brought to you by the Nexia Turnaround Restructuring and Insolvency Business Group. The group was formed to bring together financial, legal, and operational expertise from across the Nexia network to support global clients and international business at times of operational challenges and financial distress. If you want to get in touch with any of our speakers, then please click the link accompanying this podcast or visit the Nexia website. All views expressed in this podcast are individual opinions and do not constitute professional advice. You're advised to seek professional advice if you want to see how an issue applies to your own situation.